Good morning. Happy Magical Mothering Monday. Oh, good morning. Good morning. I hope all of you are well. 30 days of moon magic. And this is day two of the full moon. Last night, we had a full moon lunar eclipse <clears throat> that transitioned um, from like last night to early this morning. If you got to watch it, um, it stayed that beautiful blood moon, copper, rust color moon uh, for over an hour. And it was just so wonderful to see and really get an opportunity to release all that is no longer serving us. And so yesterday I talked about um, how it you know, what the, the lunar eclipse does, how it's really a representative of the experiences that we've experienced and how it allows for us to say, thank you very much for all of these experiences. I'm going to check them off my completion box so that I stop getting the same uh, experiences over and over with the same results, different faces, different people, right? Different situations, different faces. So uh, my husband and I watched the lunar eclipse last night and we were able to just chat a lot about all of the different aspects that we've been through personally. Uh, good morning, Diana. Uh, good morning, Lonise. Hello, welcome. Um, and so as the full moon lunar eclipse and as the, the full moon kind of resounds still today are there there are there things that you need to let go and this i feel like could be physical things clearing out but for me this lunar eclipse was really about are there things experientially relationship wise are there things that we really need to let go like finally and fully releasing so you can move on fully. Are there things you really need to let go? And yesterday I talked about really the few things that I was gonna let go. I was gonna let go not having healthy boundaries. Um, Lonise shares, I'm releasing the negative cords and contracts that have been made around my too much. Ooh, so good. So good. Mm. That's juicy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, isn't that to, to, to be exactly who you are? allowing yourself to be exactly who you are without ever feeling too much. And I think it's okay if I share Travis's. He, he's, he's written multiple music albums. He's a musician through and through. Um, and yet last night he goes, I really wanna make a professional album. And I said, what if you shifted that a little bit? Like you have made a professional album. 
what if this time around you made a professional album and you were truly heard and seen and recognized and, um, you know, people took notice of it, not just, we have to be very specific because our subconscious will give us what we ask for as well as what we still fear, right? So he kept saying, I want to, I want my goal in life is to make a full music album. He's made two already. And, you know, I said, that's not the goal anymore. You've been there, done that. You want to make an album that is truly recognized and seen and heard and acknowledges you as a musician. And so, Lonise, I, I feel like this is so vital to really be seen and acknowledged and heard as an individual and as our whole selves. Howdy, Amanda. Good morning. Because that is very vital to be allowed to be enough, to be enough for ourselves where we're not. And this, I think that's so, it's so poignant because how often do the aspects of healthy boundaries and relationships and being our whole self come along with us contorting and dimming and <clears throat> making ourselves less than for others so that they're more comfortable so that we can have these friends or that we can be in a place of knowing. And so I really love that aspect to release that because it came up earlier in the month of that aspect of where are we too much? And so now that we're in this completion phase, it's really so rich, like of really seeing fully all of these aspects that we've really been experientially living so many times over, right? We've done this so many times. We do not need to keep experiencing this thing over and over and over again. And we don't really need to be experiencing this thing in with the same people or anything like that. So it is up to us now. It is up to us. Now that we've said that we've checked it off, we are most likely going to get offered an opportunity. How are we going to react? How are we going to respond? How are we going to create and fully visualize before it happens these circumstances so that we can truly allow for that alignment of being aligned with goddess or source and being aligned with what is absolutely in integrity to our soul's calling or our being, how do we stay in alignment so that when we do respond, we're, we're responding in alignment versus responding out of our conditioning or our programs? And Travis and I talked a lot about the alignment aspect last night. And it was really interesting because, of course, when you start talking about that, you get into like, do we have free will? Do we, are we allowed to make choices? Like if source has us all in alignment 
and we, you know, are listening to that still small voice all the time, are we actually able to choose? And it's like, well, yeah, look, look at all the things that we've done that we did because we wanted to, or we needed to. How many choices are we making on a daily basis out of needing or wanting something versus being in alignment and receiving this solution immediately? And it might not look like an, a million dollars, right? Hey, good morning, Lindsay, um, in our pockets right away, but it will be in alignment. And if we stay in alignment and we stay in inspired action, then moment after moment after moment, we're, gonna, we're not going to be in need or want ever because you can't be in alignment and needing and having that same energy of needing. And you realize anytime you're in a space of needing or wanting something, that is the energy that you're giving out into the world. And so you will continue to be needing and wanting. Uh, learning to receive has changed my life, uh, Diana says. Yes, yes. And so being in alignment is the next aspect. And I'm finding that I'll be in alignment. And then I'll say, say, you know, I'll, I'll be in alignment and then I'll go, okay, well, we're going to meet at so-and-so time, right? Because that's how the world works. And then all of a sudden, because I have a time, now I step out of alignment to rush to get there on time when if I just stayed in alignment because that was the alignment, I'd get there on time. So <laughs> it's very interesting. Anytime we're in frustration, anytime we're in trigger, anytime we're in reaction, anytime we're in this aspect of shifting out of alignment, our world suddenly like feels very overwhelming and frustrating and out of alignment. Good morning, Nancy. Welcome. So what are some ways that you have found to stay in alignment? I know when I'm listening to Abraham Hicks, she talks a lot about meditation and meditating for at least 20 minutes, clearing all the, the noise from your brain and getting into alignment. For me, um, so on point. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's a huge realization. It really, really is. It's a huge realization that if, if, we, if we learn how to get in alignment, we stay in alignment, we practice being in alignment, it shifts everything. Yeah, removing extra people and energy. Oh my gosh, yeah, not needing anybody else to do the stuff for us or with us even. Because if we're in alignment, the right people will get the insight to connect and be inspired at the perfect moment, at the perfect time to create the perfect action. And this has been, I felt this so much on the property. Like we still have plastic wrap around the bags, um, our sandbags on our house. Um, we haven't cobbed it yet. And, you know, there's, when I, when I step into that thing of like, oh, we need to finish the house. We need to finish the house, or I need to make a garden, or I need to get this done. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's not done yet. 
there's so much to do. There's so much harvesting. Like when I get into that space, I get so much less done. <laughs> and it's not, the alignment has not said, okay, go start getting buckets of clay and get, mix it together. And this is what you're going to do because we're, we've gotten that exact solution. Like we've gotten that exact nudge at the perfect timing every time. Like we went to go get uh, soil the other day and we, we went all the way up to uh, a, a bigger city to go to Lowe's to get our roofing for the house that we're going to build. And we, we just like calculated it all when we got to Lowe's and we were like, we just don't want to buy the stuff new. Like we know that there's used stuff out there. We don't want to buy the stuff new. Like let's buy the little bolts and pieces that, you know, aren't rusted and that we need, but I, we just, we didn't want to do it. And so um, we went to the auction last Saturday, a couple of days ago and lo and behold, there was metal roofing. That was exactly what we needed. And we, we won it. We won that auction on that. There was vinyl siding that we weren't even anticipating being there. And we got the vinyl siding for the side of the house where Travis had built the wall. And there's a, a lawnmower tractor that we got. And it just, we ended up getting like eight pallets with all of our different purchases. And it turned out that we had to stack all those pallets in order for the vinyl siding and the metal things to be completely even on the tray. Like everything worked out more beautifully and so perfectly. We couldn't have planned it that way if we tried. Like, and everything fit in the truck and the trailer. Like it was just so perfect. And so when we step out of our own way long enough to stop needing or wanting, and this I think is the number one reason why poor people stay poor is this aspect that they are in a constant state of needing more money. So they stay in a state of needing more money. When we're in a state of need, or want, we do not receive. We just stay in a space of needing and wanting. So this is true of people too. Um, Lindsay says, as of last week in aligning to blah, blah, all that you were talking about. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then Amanda says, I feel so connected to myself in spirit when alignment, the feeling is like no other. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Lindsay, yeah. Um, Diana, I love when things just work out. Yes. Yeah. And so we are not taught to be in alignment. We are taught consumerism and capitalism in our society. Um, which is why when you visit other countries, there's such a different energy around money when there's such a different energy around connection, family, community. These are, these are vital components to a lot of other countries that we say are third world countries because money is not necessarily a priority they are fed they are you know but then we've introduced a lot of like this capitalism consumerism aspects to these third world countries so they're trying to now keep up with a first world country when they it's and then we in a first world country have like the highest um 
like infant death rate as far as women giving birth. We have millions of hungry children. Like it, it's such a silly thing. We're a first world country, yet we don't take care of our own poverty issues. We don't take care of our homeless. We don't take care of our mentally ill. We don't take care of those that are sick. So that's another conversation politically to like get involved with because I have my own views on that. Um, I don't fit into any party that is a one to choose from right now. Um, yet there's this aspect of when we are feeling in lack, we are not in alignment for sure. That is, dead on. There's no way to feel in lack and in alignment at the same time. There's also no way to be in need and want and then in gratitude at the same time. You can't be in these polarized vibrational aspects. You can't be in two vibrations at the same time. I think this is where like you can't serve two gods comes in, right? You can't be vibrationally in the same space at the same time it just doesn't work. So when we look at this and we really allow for this to be clear that um, I try to live in appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. And then Diana, and then Diana and I have taught, had many conversations about this. <clears throat> and then sometimes when we start receiving then we feel sometimes like we have to start giving more because we're receiving so much. And so we start over giving and then we start people pleasing. And it's like, it can be a cycle. It can be this cycle of I'm, I'm learning and I'm receiving and I'm growing and I'm appreciating. And then all of a sudden our programming can kick in and we're like, oh, but now I'm receiving too much. So I have to start giving more. And if I'm giving more then I'm going to receive more. And then as I'm receiving more, I'm over giving more. And that is a program that I am definitely ready to, to not have kick in anymore. And as I'm saying it, I didn't even remember to, to add that as I was watching that lunar eclipse last night. But that is something that is so huge because we have not been um, keeping more for me. Yeah, exactly, Diana. Exactly. I'm balancing a lot more keeping more for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's something that last year when you were, you really checked that off your list, right? You checked that off of completion, like, oh, okay, I don't need to give more or people please more or give away more of me to receive. Um, and this is something that is so interesting. Good morning, Linda. It's so interesting to create space for ourselves so that we can receive more. And this goes right with the too much aspect, right? If we learn how to receive the right people, the right experiences, the right opportunities, the right uh, resources for our perfect amount of vibration, then suddenly it opens up this whole world to us of being present to that vibration rather than this vibration of being too much and needing to be understood, needing to be liked, needing to be heard. 
and just being in alignment with that vibrational aspect of being exactly where you are, exactly who you are, and then receiving the solution to the problem, receiving that aspect of knowing and being and connecting to ourselves, right? To source, to goddess, to the universe, to God, whatever that is for you, right? And so I really enjoy the aspect of this, this aspect that we're not necessarily all one. Um, this is a, a little bit of a different take on we are all one in the sense that we are all energy. We are all this love, this universal light energy. And yet each one of us is individualized to create more of that, not to constrict ourselves back to the oneness. And I really liked this analogy because it really helped me get into alignment easier where I am not making myself blend in and disappear into the oneness. We came from oneness and we are individualized now. And my role, my experience, my opportunity, my privilege is to create more of my individualized light that is part of that oneness. But each of us are here to shine our unique take, our unique perspective, our unique, only, only we can create this expression exactly as we are expressing it to create more experiential experiences for the oneness. So it's not that we need to make ourselves less than and go back to the oneness because that's not the point. The point is for us to create more of ourselves, more of us, more of who we are, more of what we love, more of how we see things in the more world, more of expressing ourselves, more of loving the way that we love, more of being in alignment the only way that we are in alignment. And when we do this, it's such a powerful way of really allowing ourselves to be too much. We can finally give ourselves permission to be more, much more, too much more, to amplify. Yes, yes, we are here to amplify. So we are a conduit. And when that source energy comes through us, it vibrates at a certain aspect. And yes, it could be love that has a certain vibration, but the way that it conduits through us specifically is very exciting because we are that space. Good morning, Lori. Welcome. And so we then get permission. We then get allowed. We no longer have to be in need and want. We can sit in the uncomfortableness of just being 
because it is, we are such a to-do culture that when we just sit and receive, things move through us in a way that is so vastly different. Um, Diana says, I believe we are the amplifier for this new generation coming and they are really going to make a change. Yeah. And there's, we are all a part of this, right? I mean, look at our own, look at our own grandparents and the, the things that they made a shift in with their Elvis Presley and rock and roll. And, um, our great grandparents before that were very, um, had their own ways and then our parents making ways and now our generation and you know then our kids generation so things need to shift right but if we say that there will always be a need of shifting if we decide to stay in alignment and stop focusing on solving the world's problems. If we stop focusing on the giant issues at hand and we all instead stepped into total alignment, we would have the solutions on a major global level that would create radical transformations in each individual's lives because they are now expressing more. They are now expressing the solution to every problem and every question that they have almost instantaneously. And this creates space for not change, right? But because it, it creates space for each person to live in their alignment which is more in tune with what alignment for the whole globe would be. And so it's interesting that every aspect that we get presented before us, especially on social media right now, every aspect that comes up is a way to divide us from each other and our alignment. Because if we're so focused on this issue that they've put in front of us, we are no longer receiving solutions in our alignment moment to moment we're wrapped up in in these things that they've put in front of us saying this is important right now and you have to listen to us right now and if you don't listen to us right now you're not going to be blah, 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 right and so when we get into a space of urgency we suddenly go oh no I have to fix this right now because they're telling me that this is something that is happening right now. And if I don't, I'm lost and but taken and my freedoms and women and masks and vaccines and the virus and scary, fearful, blah, 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 blah. Yet they get us with so much of this on a regular basis. Even if it's only for a moment, even if we're looking at it and go, oh my gosh, that could be really bad. I man, we've come so far and now we're going to go back. Even just that gets us into a space of out of alignment. And Linda, yeah, because what we focus on grows, right? And what we resist persists. 
So if we're resisting something, if we're saying, I don't want to do that anymore, I'm not going to do that anymore, I'm going to quit that finally, I'm going to say, change that, I'm going to say no, I'm going to do, that is what is what we're living. That's why I don't watch the news, but yes, it still gets in. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's, it's all over Facebook. I mean, I haven't watched the news in 10 years, yet I hear it just at, like, first scroll on Facebook and you know exactly what's going on in the world, if not more so, um, you know, you go on TikTok or anything and you see it all there. And so I think that's why with the lunar cycle, there really is a, a week in the lunar cycle where we're meant to clock out. And I will be clocking out, um, next week. I will not be using my phone. Um, I'll probably just turn on my computer to get my crypto stuff or make my husband do it. But I'm going to clock out because I find that if I, when I clock out, I'm able to be in alignment so much easier because I'm not hearing the divisiveness. I'm not hearing all of the bullshit. I'm not hearing all of this stuff that is pulling me out of alignment. And while it's important to stay up to date, it's also more important to stay in alignment. I get super tired a week before a full moon. Yeah. So knowing that during that um, waxing gibbous may be your time to rest. Um, and yet I almost want to encourage you that if you were to rest during the, the waning crescent moon, if we were all to take a rest during this waning crescent moon, really rest, no media, no Facebook, just get in alignment. If we were all to do that, and it's a, it's a, big, it's a big task, like that's a lot that I'm asking. But if we were all to do that every month, we would have more energy when that new moon came, when the full moon came. Like we would have more energy because we took time to rest and release. And so I really urge and ask and create space for and with you that as we go through this 30 days of moon magic, and maybe you schedule it next month. Maybe you schedule at the end of the year. Maybe you schedule just one week off at the end of the month when you can get it in there. Maybe, it's, maybe you have to schedule it in your work or in your life and make it work that way. And so at the, you know, maybe November, the, the, the waxing crescent moon, you'll take that, that whole six days off. And then maybe a couple months later, you'll do it again. And a couple months later, you'll do it again. And then maybe every other month you'll do it. But as we get into this rhythm of living with the lunar cycles, we're going to be more generous with ourselves. We're going to be more generous with our time. We're going to be more generous with how we fill our days. We're going to see that there's these beautiful times of action and we, we want to be in action because we're so inspired and we want to create and build and play and birth, right? 
come the full moon. We want to birth our expressions and we want them to be complete. And we want to check them off the list and say, wow, it is good. It is pleasurable. It is fun. Life is good. Life is full. And then to take the, 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 the rest of the lunar phase to release and heal and allow. And then to take that last week to rest. Truly rest. What is it to rest? To not do anything. I don't know if I've ever actually taken more than a day and not done anything. Like that is, it's actually hard to comprehend what that would look like. And that's not watching TV. That's not vegging out. That's not reading. That's, that's doing nothing. Sitting in your own stuff for an entire week. What stuff would you finally be so tired of hearing in your own brain that you're like, that's enough. <laughs> I'm definitely getting rid of that, right? What would we realize about ourselves that is distracting us, right, Amanda? Sure, distraction, yeah. What, what would we find that we do when things come up for us, when things get uncomfortable, when things start pushing on us? So... Thanks for hanging out with me. Sorry about that. Thanks for hanging out with me a little bit longer today. I got started a little late. So uh, just, some, just some things to think about. And um, oh my, I do that already with my brain, right? Right? But if, if you didn't distract, if you didn't distract when your brain, you, you would say, no, I want to be in alignment, right? And so maybe there would be a way to just continue to watch those thoughts fall away and fly away and allowing the thoughts to come in and come in, but not holding on to any of them, not agreeing with any of them, not giving in to any of them, and just allowing those thoughts to be like clouds passing through. We don't get mad at the clouds when they pass by. We go, oh, the clouds are here. It's the same thing with those thoughts. If we, if we just take a moment and watch them, watch them, that's so interesting. It looks like a dog. You know what I mean? Just observe them and allow for them to, to just pass by. Not grabbing them and trying to rip them out of your brain and, oh, I don't want to think that anymore. I've, I've said I, I didn't want that. And I just allowing them to pass by. And then as you like get into those in between spaces where there's before another thought comes in, jump in that space that void space, jump in there and just have nothing. And then another thought will come in and just watch it, please. Don't be like, oh, I was there. I was in meditation. <laughs> just allow for that to, to be what it is and to be that in practice. And so for me, I really enjoy uh, this. I really enjoy unraveling verbally. It's really beneficial to my brain. And I have a feeling that it's really beneficial to all women to verbally digest and unravel this way. 
So even if you were to, in your own space, turn on an audio recorder or a video recorder, and even if you never listen to them again, imagine you're just talking to somebody who loves you unconditionally and accepts you for who you are. And just start allowing for it to come out. Allow these thoughts to just unravel and to come out so they don't have to keep passing by your brain. They want to come out. So let them out, but let them out in a way that they're not going to create your reality because being in your brain and constantly thinking about them will. Um, good, Linda. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, my poor husband hears every thought I have. <laughs> so thank you for being here, ladies. Uh, if you'd like to listen to any of the replays, including this one, uh, I invite you to join in the 30 Days of Moon Magic on Patreon. Um, you'll get the PDFs every day and as well as the private community that will be in on Discord. So um, if you're interested in getting um, uh, a potion or one-on-one -on -one support, I also have that for you as well. Um, Nancy says, thank you. I've been for six years since I lost my dad and you were there. Thank you to finally align myself to put a stop to all the negativity. Yes, you're right. Yeah, Nancy, thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing. And it's a journey. We're all in this journey together. It's, we're not, it's a journey. It's not so much a destination or checking off all the boxes at once. Otherwise we wouldn't be in this physical space anymore. We'd go to the next space. Um, so thanks for being here. Thanks for joining in on the magic. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you, Diana.